0: If you're concerned about the distribution of your hard work, don't sweat it because Anchor takes care of that too. If you're considering becoming a podcaster, I would highly recommend Anchor as your choice to begin sharing your content with the world. What up, Get Up Nation? My name is Ben Biddick, the host of the Get Up Nation podcast and co author of Get Up, The Art of Perseverance, with former Major League Baseball player and CEO of Lurong Living, Adam Greenberg. Recently, I had the honor and privilege of speaking with the legendary Cappy Pondexter, born in Oceanside, California, grew up in Chicago, Illinois, attended John Marshall Metropolitan High School in Chicago, followed by Rutgers University from 2002 to 2006. In the WNBA draft, she was a first-round pick, selected second overall by the Phoenix Mercury. As a rookie, she earned the honor of being selected to the Western Conference WNBA All-Star Team. She went on to earn the following accolades. Two-time WNBA champion, WNBA Finals MVP 2007, seven-time WNBA All-Star, four-time Turkish National League champion, 2007 Turkish Cup winner, two-time Russian National League champion, and three-time Russian Cup winner. She is also an Olympian. In 2008, Cappy represented the United States on the women's basketball team in Beijing, winning gold. Cappy's name is on the list of the WNBA's top 15 players of all time. In addition to Cappy's accomplishments in athletics, she created a successful company called Four Seasons Style Management, which gives her an entrepreneurial outlet for her love for fashion. Get Up Nation, welcome with me, one of the finest athletes this earth has ever seen, Cappy Pondexter. Welcome to the show. Thank you for taking time to speak with me today. Oh
1: uh, No problem. Thanks for uh, actually um, having me on the show. It kind of made me cheer up.
0: No, good, so, good. good. Uh, Cappy, our focus here at the Get Up Nation podcast is on resilience and perseverance. I'd like to go to the very root of where your greatness began. In prior interviews, you described how when you were a small child, your brother would pick you up from school and take you to the basketball courts. Initially, you'd often be dismissed by others, but you, quote, took it to heart. You loved the game, and you wanted to prove to them you could play. What is it about the game of basketball that you love so much?
1: it was one of those things that it, it it was like a friend that that was always there you know no matter what through the good and the bad it's just somebody that you can always depend on and I think basketball when everything else was going wrong or right in the world I can always have it as an outlet and initially it just started as me trying to impress my brother to be as, as good as he was but then like as time went on And I realized how gifted and skilled I was. My love for it just grew
0: and grew. We as people, unfortunately, often make a lot of judgments about one another, which leads to an inability to fully value one another. I can almost see that young girl on the basketball court burning with that desire to play with excellence, regardless of her opponent's gender, size, or skill level. You were insulted for being an athlete. You were called a tomboy and other names. But you credit your love for the game as being enough to overpower that negativity. How did your love of the game keep you resilient, no matter what opponent you faced, whether that opponent was on the court, whether in others dismissing you as if you were not good enough, or any doubts in your own mind? How did you keep getting up and bouncing back?
1: I would have to say a lot of different things uh, triggered that, but, you know, uh, my mom, obviously, she she was one to continue to motivate me no matter how I felt you know because I I was a very sensitive kid and I'm still sensitive as an adult but I've I've learned to grow through that but she, when I would cry to her you know I can remember always telling me don't worry about it just keep keep doing what you love and then you know Coach Stringer Coach Gators my mentors you know growing up playing basketball they will always continue to motivate me and push me to the highest level that I could possibly be at and. You know, they make sure that I understand no matter what that, you know, the game will always love you back as long as you love it. No matter what people say, you always have something that's always solid. And through all my ups and downs, you know, through everything that I possibly could go through at this stage in my career, you know, I constantly have to tell myself that no matter what, I'm always a champion. You know, because that that desire, that burning desire, on and off the court, never dies. It's who you are. It's it's your, your your makeup, and I just constantly gotta have to remind myself of
0: that. In a recent Forbes article, you were highlighted for rejecting the notion that athletes have to be one-dimensional. Your company, Four Season Style Management, is now bi-coastal. You and your business partner and stylist, Lisa Smith Craig. Have worked with celebrity designer Lauren DeWitt, Swiss Beats, Nicki Minaj, Sean Ross, and continue to expand. It's another example of how you refuse to be dismissed uh, by people who think that situations should be a certain way or that people should be a certain way. You break the mold and put in the work to be successful, no matter what you do.
1: Absolutely, you know, because you know there's a game called basketball, and then there's a game called life, and basketball kind of prepares you for life, and you know as I play, you know, whether it's in Europe or the WNBA, I've used every experience, every connection I have made to help further me to be successful in this thing called life. You know that I'm starting to transition into now, and you know it's it's a it's a ride, it's a journey, but it's a process that I've I've learned to embrace. You know every step. You know whether it's a good moment or a bad moment, because you're gonna have those moments in life, and I think. The key to the success is what basketball has taught me, what it has given me, the tools to be successful. And I just constantly relate the two because they're, they're the same to me. And, uh, you know, anybody who's listening to the podcast is just, you know, whatever your passion is early in your life, it's, it's the vehicle, the tool that's going to propel you for it later in your second part of your life. Um, and I'm excited for a journey. Um, you know, for seasons. It's one of those things that I invested in early in my basketball career because I always believe that, you know, there, there are so many sides of you as a person. You know, when you're done playing basketball, you just don't die at the end of the world. You know, you keep evolving, you keep progressing, you keep, um becoming who you're destined to be. And, you know, those, those, those are the things that I constantly remind myself as I wake up every single day.
0: Absolutely. It's going to be very exciting to see you take on whatever challenge you take on and seek out whatever goal that you feel a passion to after you've developed such discipline and amazing amazing accomplishments in the, in the game. One thing I've noticed in your post-game interviews is you often refer to games as battles. What do you battle every day? Uh,
1: what do I battle every day? Uh, Just to constantly... You know, because I know who I am as a person, and I know, like, there's so many different energies in this world, and, you know, you can't help everybody. So that's something that I'm constantly battling because my heart is so big and so full of joy and love that I, I tend to gravitate towards so many different energies and deciding who can help me elevate, you know, who's deflating you know, that's a constant battle that I deal with every single day as I touch millions of people, you know, throughout the week or, you know, out the month. You know what I mean? So it's like one of those things of just learning to, you know, decide what's best for me in, in my, my life right now. You know, I only want to be a pos- around positive energy. People who are um, here to help save people, to create opportunities for people, to help people be successful. Those are the kind of people that I want to be around, and, and, and that's the constant battle that I go through every day as I wake
0: up. You also hate to lose. So in times when you feel like you have taken a loss, what's the process you go through internally? How do you handle that and move forward?
1: Well, I mean, you know, life isn't going to always be perfect. You know, I think a fool would say that that their life is perfect because I don't think it was designed to be that way. I think it was designed for you to live a path, a role for you so you can help encourage people that may be like-minded like you. And so I constantly remind myself of that. And, you know, like, of course, every day is going to be a battle. You're You're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. You're going to have sad days. You're going to have happy days. And it's about... Understanding that and living life in moderation, knowing that those those are days that are gonna those days are gonna come, and when they come, you're gonna get you you fight. You know, mm-hmm. if you're a champion, if you want to be successful, you get up and you fight because at the end of the day, those who go through the battle, withstand the battles, and still stand up are the ones who are successful. And you know, like I said, if you're listening, you know you can do anything that you put your mind to. You know, no matter what battle comes your way as you're getting to whatever destination you're supposed to get to, you can win those battles. You can fight those battles. And I'm a living witness to that.
0: I love it. Your commitment to winning, to putting in the work to earn those wins, has taken you to a point where you were voted one of the WNBA's top 15 players of all time. How can people create a habit, as you have done in your masterful career, of winning?
1: Um, I think the first step to that is finding something that you're truly passionate about. Because, you know, in life you can have so many mentors or family members or, you know, close associates or friends even that try to dictate your path and say, well, I think you should do this. I think you'd be great at this. But if you don't know exactly what you're passionate about, then it's going to be hard for you to, to succeed in life, you know, because at the end of the day, like, If you're constantly doing something you're not passionate about, you're not going to give it your all. You're not going to give it your absolute best. And to win and be successful in life, you have to be passionate, and then you have to be committed to it 100%. And the only way you can do that is if you're truly passionate about it.
0: You possess the type of confidence that fearlessly says, when the team is down and the shot clock is at 10 seconds, give me the ball. When did you first start to sense your power in shaping a game and your ability to perform regardless of the amount of pressure?
1: I think it, I was just so locked in on the fact that I love to play basketball. And I just love I I just love, those moments. Like, I wanted to be the hero. I wanted to be the one to save the people. I wanted to make everybody happy and proud. That was just always my mindset. And whenever the opportunity came, I just, you know, I, I told the universe. I told God. Hey, God, I think I'm fit for this. Help me along the way. And every, and every, every time that I, I had that mindset approach, it, you know, it always worked out in my favor. And, um, I'm just going to always use that in my path as I continue to go with life as well. It's just to let the universe steer me in the right direction, have faith that's all aligned and worked out in the p- true perfect form and just trust the process along the way and, you know, just live life to the utmost, um, of my ability.
0: Recently, you said, be who you are and be heard. Never let anyone tell you what you can't do or what you can't have, what you can't dress like, what you can't look like, as you inspire so many to achieve not only excellence in their lives, but peace within themselves about who they are. What are some of the biggest challenges you see for people today that need to be addressed in order for them to become not only successful, but at peace with who they are?
1: Yeah, you know that that's that's a very important uh, topic. I feel like you know with today's uh, society and you know social influence it has caused a lot of people to uh um, <laughs> shy away from who they truly are within, within themselves and it's almost like we've grown accustomed to being afraid to be who we are. And I think uh um, you know, you know for me being a role model and um, helping prepare our generation for I think it's just important that we we first know who we are, and the only way we can truly do that is taking time to know who who we are by ourselves. You know, um, you know, we're quick to get in relationships, we're quick to trust people easily without the without going through the process of a either knowing who the person are or a knowing who you truly are, and For me, I just I just believe that, you know, there's no society rules. The universe created you to be who you are. You have to really tap into that and understand that you have a purpose. We're all designed for something. We're all designed to help someone do something. You know, whether it's two people, whether it's 20 million people, it doesn't matter. We're here for a reason, and, you know, at the end of the day, I think I just want my legacy to be a lasting one, a legacy of um, a heart, of a lion, of a champion, of a winner, of a very loving and positive uh, human being. And that's just something I want to want this world to know about Captain Marie, Marie uh when I'm no longer here.
0: It's clear that you care deeply about people. Your Instagram account describes you as a mental health advocate and a gun violence prevention advocate. Why is it important for you to raise awareness about these very important issues?
1: Ah, uh, because I think the gun violence stems from mental health issues. I think, you know, it, it takes a very, uh, you know, strong-willed person to to want to kill someone. You know what I mean? Like that's that's a, that's a tough thing, and going through it at a very young age in my career, uh, losing a very close family member who I grew up with. You know, I I just realized that you have to have a lot of hate for a person that you didn't even know. You didn't even know him, you know, but you wanted to kill him so bad. Um, And so I I think about things like that, and I'm like, okay, well, these issues are stemming from other things. It's because people, they don't love themselves enough. They're dealing with issues that are at home. You know, they're raised by young parents. Their grandmothers are raising them, and the, the grandmothers are too old. To even look after them and fully help them develop as teenagers and young adults, so it's a it's an issue that that's dear to my heart, and and I just want the message to get out there that you know nobody's ever alone. Hmm. You know, a lot of times people feel alone, and and that's that's you're not you're not alone. There's someone that can help you along your path, can mentor you along your path, can teach you the right ways, can love you the way that you want to be loved. And I think that we can have a, you know, a much safer place, a much peaceful place, if we all really just uh, believe in that and, and, and know that we can change the world just by giving love.
0: You have such a powerful voice. And to have grown up and developed your life into such a powerful skill set, you, you've taken your potential and you've developed it. And you've become phenomenal not only in athletics, but in the entrepreneurial space, in fashion, in in business. We talked before how you refuse to be limited because of all the potential and the intelligence and the brilliance within you. It's powerful to hear you speak in that way and to have your voice be shared with our young people because they need to hear What's possible when they have that discipline, when they they access that warrior within them, when they refuse to be categorized or jammed into some sort of convention that limits them. You have such a powerful voice, and I'm so honored that you're taking the time to share it with me on this podcast. Cappy, I always end the show with six quick questions to help my listeners understand the why within my phenomenal guests. Will you run through these six quick questions with me? Absolutely. Who are you thankful for today?
1: I'm thankful for my mom and dad for giving me the opportunity to even walk the, walk the earth and, and inspire people.
0: And now that we've covered who you're thankful for, what are you thankful for today?
1: I'm thankful for the opportunity to get up every single day and, and make a difference, not only in my life, my family life, but other people's lives.
0: How do you fuel the fire within you?
1: I constantly empower myself with positive thoughts, um, inspiration from other positive people, uh, my mentors, um, the universe, God, and I just constantly fill myself with self-love.
0: What is one thing that adversity has taught you to value?
1: To understand where you are in that moment of time. uh, Learn from it. Trust the process of getting back from it and live your life uh, the way that's um, pleasing not only to yourself but others to see as well. Hmm.
0: What are you doing today you never thought you could?
1: Wow. Everything that I imagined being on movies, sets, being on music videos, learning different musicians, playing basketball, the game that I love, this meeting and networking, so many wonderful. Right now, I'm, like it's one of the most exciting times of my life, and it's something that I never thought that I'd be doing here in LA, and I'm doing it.
0: What will you do tomorrow that you never thought you could?
1: Tomorrow, I'm just going to get up and celebrate life uh, with some of my cool friends that i made here in LA, and whatever happens, happens.
0: Thank you so much, Cappy, for taking time out to join us and in to inspire Get Up Nation. Where can people learn more about you and your work?
1: Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, uh, at kappa 80s S-C-A-P-P-A-2-3. You can find me there. I'm very social-influenced heavily. I love Instagram the most. I'm back and forth on Twitter and Facebook occasionally, but Instagram
0: is my main hub. Kathy, thank you so much.
1: Thank you. I have to to say this before I end it with you. Sure. This is the first time I interviewed, and I did an interview, and I cried. So thank you um, for reminding me, uh, number one, who I am, because I'm not afraid to admit that. Um, But this is giving me the opportunity to remember everything that I've accomplished, that I've kind of not really thought about, so thank you, thank you so much, and uh, I wish you amazing, amazing success this year and 2009 on
0: this podcast. Such an honor to speak with WNBA legend Cappy Pondexter. Every day on the court is a battle against athletic opponents, and every day in life is a battle to live a life of positivity, grace, inspiration, and impact. On behalf of GetUp Nation, I'm wishing Cappy and all kind souls who seek to live a life of not only excellence, success, and passion, but a life surrounded by those you can trust, by those who live not only with their best intentions for themselves, but for every soul they encounter along their way. Be the light the world can warm itself in. Be that champion.